When you can't sleep at night Cause everything freaking sucks Like all the racism and the sexism The LGBTQ phobiaism And oh my god, it all makes me wanna explode So here's greenhouse losses Your greenhouse losses Here to find Trying to save the day. Welcome to the Greenhouse Lasses Podcast, Episode 1. Do people even know what lasses are? Today, we'll be telling you who we are, what we want this podcast to be, and give you a taste of what's to come. Greenhouse Lasses are Leslie and Phoebe, two sustainability professionals. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions, aka being total kick-ass lasses, and we want this podcast to center on the many interrelated issues and diverse voices that are absolutely vital to sustainable development if we really want to build a healthier, safer, and better world for all. So we thought we'd introduce ourselves so you can get to know us a little bit before we start talking about uh, the issues that we'll cover on this podcast. My name is Phoebe Romero. I'm a Mexican immigrant, so I was uh, born in Saltillo, Coahuila, Mexico, but I moved to the U.S. when I was eight years old. Um, so I grew up, for the most part, in the Rio Grande Valley, which is border town area in Texas. It has been in the media lately quite a bit um, due to the increased militarization of the border and the ongoing plans to build a border wall in some areas on public lands, which is very concerning for many reasons. I currently work in the energy efficiency industry, which helps me work to reduce energy cost burden, uh, provide cleaner air for everybody, and improve grid reliability, which uh, is a huge issue in the energy industry. So I'm interested in green building and clean energy, uh, but really just any strategies that help mitigate the impact of the built environment on our planet. Uh, I think cities have a great responsibility and opportunity to lead in promoting aggressive sustainability strategies. So that's what I'm focused on and want to continue my career on. I'm Leslie Lucas. I'm a Southerner. And I grew up between Alabama, Texas, and Louisiana, and even spent time in Venezuela because of my dad's work. I pursued my undergraduate degree in both English writing and environmental science, which was partly a huge headache, but it also helped me understand how to communicate technical issues and science in an accessible way, which is a very valuable skill to have. I currently work in the tech industry. And I recently went from sustainable product design and environmental compliance in Houston, Texas, to the more corporate strategy for sustainability in the Bay Area of California. I'm very passionate about inclusion and diversity, about social justice, designing for cradle to cradle and a more circular economy. And I think a big part of my outlook for sustainable development is my Jewish faith and the emphasis on Tikkun Olam that our purpose in our very limited time here on Earth is to repair the world by taking care of the planet and ensuring others obtain freedom. And this is something that we have to do together if we're going to succeed. 
So Leslie and I completed the same master's program in environmental management and sustainable development from St. Edwards University and I'm gonna <laughs> try my best here, the Université Catholique du Lest. That's not the best way to say it, but um, uh, you know. Uh, uh, so we, we went to school in Angers, France for about six months and we got to expand our knowledge of European sustainability policy, and we got to drink all the awesome wine, which was a pretty awesome experience, and we grew very close uh, to everybody in our cohort because of it, and have just become really great friends since then. So, um, as we noted, uh, this podcast is, is meant to really address the lack of um, diversity that we see in the voices speaking for the environment. I think this is starting to change, um, which is really amazing. Um, but, you know, when we think about sustainable development, it, it comes in, you know, there are many, many facets to it. So you've got the environment, which, you know, we often think about conservation. We want to conserve our natural resources. We want to keep the rainforest full of, of life and, and biodiversity. We want to keep our oceans clean. Um, at the same time, um, we do acknowledge that economic opportunity exists in urban areas. And because of that, we have to think about how our buildings um, have an impact on the environment. So uh, building energy efficient buildings, um, providing um, electricity that comes from clean energy, building a transportation system that is affordable and accessible for people so that less people have to drive cars. Um, all of these, you know, pieces of the puzzle that come into building um, a sustainable city. This also affects our health. So we have a um, not just a crisis when it comes to our healthcare system, but as we become a more polluted planet, there are consequences to that, right? So there are areas of the world that um, have terrible air quality and it's causing um, all kinds of health problems. And uh, unfortunately, the people who are suffering from these health problems happen to be usually um, low-income communities, communities of color, and, and that's a problem. And so we want to see the voices that are advocating for this to be voices of color, to be voices that come from these communities. Um, so that's another aspect of it. And like, seriously, it's 2019. Flint still doesn't have clean water. This is the United States of America, and we still have a city that doesn't have clean water. Yeah, Austin recently had some issues with uh, being able to treat all of the water. So we had to boil our water for, I don't know, maybe a week. And that was like a big deal and everybody was super <laughs> inconvenienced. And uh, Flint still doesn't have clean water. So just put that into context. If we were inconvenienced for a week, how are people living? Yeah. Then we've got civil rights. Uh, so... Equal rights for women, people of color, the LGBTQ communities. Um, we need criminal justice reform. We need to make sure that everybody has the right to vote. Um, and so we can go on and on and on. Um, but these are just some of the issues that we want to highlight when we say sustainable development. I think a lot of people think it's just um, eco-friendly this, eco-friendly lifestyle, trees. which is a huge part of it. Yes, planting trees, um, you know, eating less meat, all of these things really matter. But um, there's, there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle. So when we say sustainable development, it, it, it encompasses all of these issues. So we just wanted to clarify that. 
Yeah, like anyone who's taken a class on sustainability or has done some reading into it, you hear the triple bottom line that it's people, planet, and profit that if it's going to be good for economic growth, that has to also be good for the environment and it has to be good for people. So we're taking that concept, but really exploring what the triple bottom line is and making sure when we're talking about people, we're not just talking about doing good things and charity and having these nice things, but actually making sure that everyone is living in the way that we say that our country is built on. Life, liberty, and justice for all actually means all people, and we're not there yet, but I think we could get there. Another issue <laughs> is that there is a huge media bias, especially in our country, but we're seeing it in other countries as well. We all know the term fake news and alternative facts. And these things, they're not just frustrating when we hear them, that when I'm listening to NPR, I hear facts and stories and I hear from different voices. But when someone in my family watches Fox News, they might get a completely different picture of what's going on in the world. And that can be very debilitating and unfair to a group of people that that media is talking about. And it also has created a very strong divide in our country where we all want what's right for our country and we all love America, but we all have this different idea about what America currently is and what it could be. Yeah. And I think that we have a social responsibility to call out uh, these these inaccuracies that we see. And, and sometimes that means confronting family. Sometimes that means confronting friends. And sometimes that means confronting people on the street uh, when we see it. So um, this is part of the conversation that, that amplifies the voices, um, hopefully, that that's our goal, to speak to people that are uh, fighting to um, change the world for the better in, in different ways. And then there's the problem with free speech right now. Obviously, our government protects us to be able to speak our mind, and the government is not allowed to infringe upon our right to free speech. But we're having a really difficult conversation right now. Should neo-Nazis be able to talk about how Jews will not replace them, and that certain people don't have a right to exist? It's becoming really difficult where you want people to have the open space, but we might have the open space, but we also have the ability to be called out for how wrong our ideas are and to be challenged by those ideas. Exactly. I think, you know, there's a difference between free speech and, and hate speech, right? Yeah. And <laughs> and those lines are becoming very blurred right now. Um, so hopefully this is a, um, a space where we're addressing that in, in some way and, and building on something positive. Um, so who do we want on the podcast? Uh, so we are seeking a diverse group of industry professionals, uh, community leaders, or really anybody who's committed to addressing these issues. Um, if you feel like you are an underrepresented voice in your field, um, this we want to interview you and we want to um, speak to you because I feel that way about um, myself and in, in my field. Um, and I think that as, as females, we feel that way in general um, about um, the tech field, the sustainability field. And so um, I want to push myself. I think we both want to push ourselves to reach out and connect with like-minded individuals um, 
and hopefully this is a way for us for us to do that and and to learn from you um i just want to learn from people who who are already doing this work and you know provide a space that continues the work that you do by spreading the word in some way yeah so like phoebe just said you know we need your help to find the issues and the voices that you think need to be amplified and of course please help us keep accountable we can always be better and do better. We want to help amplify voices and talk about these issues, but we only know our own perspective, and as much as we mean well and care about you, we're going to say things that aren't quite right, and we might not get things in the way that they should be covered, and we need your help to make sure that we're constantly improving and learning and being better. You know, when I think back even in the the past decade and, and some of the, the perspectives that I used to have and, and the times that I was called out um, and, you know, I've grown a lot when it comes to taking criticisms um, and, you know, my perspectives have evolved because of it. And even if, you know, at the time, and I say this, you know, not just for ourselves, but for anybody in your life, when you bring a new perspective to somebody um, that allows them to grow, they may not get it right in that second. They may not get it that week, that year, but they may look back as I have a decade later and say, you know what? That person was right. Like I was <laughs> yes. wrong in X, Y, Z way. Um, and so I think it's always worth it to have these conversations, whether they go well or not, because... I think eventually they create positive change. And moving on, um, things suck. Life is really hard right now. There's so much going on, and it's really hard to live your life and have hope and focus, and learning how to step back and practice self-care is increasingly difficult. So I know we're going to be addressing very difficult topics, and honestly, it takes a lot out of us. It's taken us longer than we expected to kind of get this podcast together because it's really hard to <laughs> wake up every day in this world and for things to keep happening and to keep getting worse. And, you know, our personal lives aren't always easy to begin with, much less everything else that's going on and all of the suffering, and we get it. That's why we want to end our episodes with something positive and to remember what we're fighting for. Senator Kamala Harris talks about being a joyful warrior and fighting for something, not fighting against something. So we want to bring the conversation back to that joy and the good for every episode. So, Phoebe, I see that you have your joyful warrior moment, <laughs> right? Uh, yes, so... My joy for this episode is that we are at 18 House Representatives supporting the establishment of a select committee for a Green New Deal, uh, which if you have not familiarized yourself with it, um, among several things, it's calling for 100% renewable energy, a smart grid, energy efficient buildings, the decarbonization of agriculture and manufacturing and transportation, um, and then also for recognizing the um, historical oppression and the, the systemic racism and uh, the systemic misogyny of our um, government systems and how those continue to affect the uh, the way policy is um is written today so um 
I'm really excited about it. I think it's it's gaining traction. Um, I'm really excited that we've got uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in the uh, House of Representatives. I'm really excited we've, that we've got amazing women of color um, in the House of Representatives. And, and that's just my joy and has been for uh, at least the past couple of weeks. Um, yes. Um, there have been some disappointments as well. Uh, Leslie and I both voted for, for Beto O'Rourke, and we lost that battle. But I think we're going to win this, um, I don't want to call it a war, but this this movement. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that's mine. And kind of bouncing off of that, where not everyone I wanted to be elected was elected. Um, I did help vote in as well as all of the many activists in Harris County that got people out to vote that haven't voted before. A lot of hard work went into the election in Harris County, and we had historic turnout for a midterm election. But 17 Black women were elected as judges in Harris County, including our first openly LGBTQ African-American woman. And I think local governments, especially the court systems, are... (laughs) Let's face it, a lot of times the justice system is not very just, and I think having local leadership of people that can bring a new perspective and to look at problems differently will help people locally, especially our marginalized groups here in Houston, which is a very diverse city, and I am so excited that they were elected, and I am so excited to see what they're able to do. Yeah. (laughs) So, diversity in leadership and the workforce. I mean, science shows us that life thrives on diversity, so our workplaces, governments, institutions, movements, and leaders should be diverse because innovation is a byproduct of inclusion. And just to add a note to this, I recently went to an event um, hosted by Solar Austin here in Austin, and the whole event was about solar um, or diversity and inclusion in the solar industry, and basically building a pipeline so that students of color, so that women are able to learn about these jobs and to network um, and get them to the places where they need to be. And so I think that in order to address these issues, we need to actively take them on, acknowledge that they're an issue, host um, some sort of discussion around it, like the one that I just went to, and then actively work to build that pipeline and create those opportunities. Definitely. Well, thank you all. We're going to wrap it up for now, and the next time you hear from us, we'll have an awesome guest here with us. Please follow us on Insta, on Facebook, on Twitter. Review and follow us on your podcasting app of choice. Tell all your friends. If we're not getting this podcast out to people, we're not doing a good job of amplifying these voices and issues, and we cannot do this alone, so please, we need your help. Take care of yourselves and until next time. Bye. Bye.